Welcome in to the Fantasy Phenoms Podcast. We are back, Justin Herford with Andrew Cook. Say hi to the people, Andrew. Bonjour. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, we're back again, episode two. Hopefully you guys enjoyed episode one. Uh, we put a lot of work into it, a lot of work in episode two as well. Hope you enjoy this one as well. Uh, for those of you who are new, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as well as Anchor. Uh, I believe it is just at FF Phenoms yeah, on, at on those platforms. The Fantasy Phenoms. Just fantasy look up Phenoms. Fantasy Phenoms. You'll find it. It'll pop up. And you can also make sure to follow us on Twitter uh, at the FF Phenoms. You can follow myself on Twitter at Justin Herforth. And you can follow me at PhenomAC. All right, so I think we should just jump straight into the show. We have a nice big show here for you today. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, your fantasy draft tips. I'll give some advice for that coming up. We're also going to do a mock draft here for you today. Uh, kind of run through uh, how, like, how our, our, what our mindsets are basically um, when we go through our uh, daily drafts. On yep, yeah, everything like that. I can't talk today. It's fine. <laughs> we're gonna matter. we're gonna move forward. It's okay. So uh, we're gonna jump straight in. We're gonna do our draft day tips. Let's uh, do it. Do you want to jump in with yours first? Yeah, Andrew? sure. I can start. I can start with mine. Um, so first of all, we're going to each be giving two tips. Uh, just This is to help you on your draft day when you get to your draft. These are some tips to help you kind of win those early drafts that you do. If you're in multiple different leagues, maybe you've already done a draft. Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully your league waits a little bit. But um, So my first tip is to load up on running backs. Now, the reason that I say that uh, is mainly because of injuries. I did some little like a little work on the computer earlier oh, really figured out some stats and mathematics oh fantastic first of all the reason that i say load up on running backs let me give you last year in the first round this first and second round i'm going to give you running backs that had an adp of the first and second round from last year okay nine of the 14 running backs that had a first or second round adp last year were injured nine of the 14 that was Todd Gurley, or they didn't play like Le'Veon Bell. Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, James Conner got hurt, Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, we know what happened with that, Dalvin Cook, Devonta Freeman, Joe Mixon. 64% of the first and second round running backs got hurt. Now you might say, well, doesn't that happen with receivers too? They get hurt, right? Well, last year for the first and second round wide receivers, only 37% of the wide receivers got hurt. So, a little bit less than double the amount of running backs got hurt compared to receivers. So, that just tells you, you need to target the running back. Running backs get hurt. It's important to have their handcuffs. And, honestly, wide receivers, it's there's much more depth of wide receiver anyway. Uh, you got guys you can draft later, like maybe today we'll talk about it, Robert Woods. Um, just some kind of mid-round picks that you can grab. But, that is my first tip to make sure to load up on your running backs because 64% of them got hurt last year. And uh, you might want to watch out for that. Well, I'm going to piggyback off that a little bit. Um, I, I do like the advice to load up on running backs. Running back, it is the most crucial position in fantasy football. Everybody knows that. But at the same time, especially in those first and second rounds, you don't always just want to reach on a running back. Say, like, sure. you're in that back half of the first round and say... 
like DeAndre Hopkins, he's number one on the board. All, there's a huge run on running backs. Do you take DeAndre Hopkins or that next best running back? Right. It's that fine line there, but nine times out of ten, you will want to take that running back unless you do have that supreme talent at wide receiver. Sure. Because there is such a big plethora of those uh, available at that point in the draft. Uh, I can jump into my first uh, tip. Let's hear it. Uh, so my first tip, you want to pay attention to your league mate's draft. So say you're sitting, like I said, at like pick 10, for example. Uh, I'm not going to foreshadow that at all for this uh, <laughs> upcoming uh, mock draft. Hint, hint. Um, but uh, say you're at pick 10. Uh, around pick 9, you see like James Conner go or something. Um, you're going to realize, hey, they're going to need a wide receiver moving forward. Yep. If DeAndre Hopkins is there, you take DeAndre Hopkins. Devontae Adams is there, you take Devontae Adams. And as you progress through... Uh, your fantasy draft. You want to make sure you pay attention to uh, what your the people picking around you still need in like for their roster, so you can kind of uh, build your team off of that as well. Because um, so, obviously, like say they they, like, they take a quarterback early, you can wait a little bit longer to take that quarterback. Sure. I always recommend taking a quarterback later in the draft anyway. Uh, just someone taking a quarterback early around you kind of helps uh, you kind of wait a little bit longer and you build up your roster in other ways as a result from that. So and you I can think kind of. Getting your second tip anyway, there you're kind of leading into yeah, it. Yeah, uh, and my second one uh, kind of piggybacks off what I just said. You don't want to invest in a quarterback too early. Uh, I found this uh, nice stat on uh, SI.com. Uh, so from the last 10 weeks of uh, the 2018 season, they compiled like different stats for that. Um, a lot of the quarterbacks, the, like from quarterback 4 through quarterback 19 through those last few weeks there, the literally the gap is not that big at all. So the quarterback four in that span was Andrew Luck. Uh, quarterback four, he averaged twenty four point four points per game. The quarterback nineteen from those last ten weeks was Josh Allen. He stallion. Aver- Josh Stallion. <laughs> he is a real stallion. He carried my fantasy team once Carson Wentz went down. He carried me to that championship game. Uh, Josh Stallion, he averaged 20.4 points per game. So there's a four-point gap from quarterback four through quarterback 19 in that range. So we see people investing in like a Patrick Mahomes in round two, round mm-hmm. three, when you can easily wait until round eight, nine, ten to take that quarterback, and you really don't see that much of a drop-off as a result from that average uh the average output per week so that's one thing you can look at i know it's really tempting to hit that like that patrick mahomes character that aaron Rodgers, deshaun watson, deshaun watson like you name it those top quarterbacks they're really tempting to take i strongly advise waiting if they slide an extra round or two below their adp I'm sure you can scoop them up then but you don't want to take the quarterback and sacrifice building that strong roster around those running backs those receivers Heck, even if it, like a Zach Ertz slides, you take like a Zach Ertz, a George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, right. one of those as well. You want to build those foundational pieces for your roster before you do scoop up that quarterback. Yeah, those picks are way too valuable up there, especially for the first four rounds. To use that on a quarterback, it's you're really kind of putting yourself in an awkward position um, when you can just grab one of these late quarterbacks, and you know you can get a guy like Philip Rivers later, or a quarterback that's going to be pretty consistent on a weekly basis and put up if you're playing half point. It uh, doesn't really matter for quarterback, but you can probably put up around 17 points every week, 17 to 20, and you can kind of guarantee that. So uh, I agree with you on that. I think that's a pretty good tip. Mm-hmm. Um, my second tip, uh, this will also be our last tip, then we'll move into the mock draft, uh, is to draft rookie running backs. Now, I don't mean to blindly draft rookie running backs, but I'm going to play a little game with Justin to kind of see... Uh, to kind of illustrate this point, and we'll see if he illustrates the point for me or not. I'm nervous. Or, or if <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So, 
play a little game. So we're talking about rookie running backs from last year. Okay. You're going to tell me if it's a hit or a miss if All you right. would have drafted them. I took the most running backs. I took about eight running backs yes, you from did. last year. Okay. So let's let's talk about this. So first one, Saquon, hit or miss? Uh, God. Um, <laughs> that is tough. I'm trying my best. Uh, I'm going to say hit. Okay, yeah. So, oh, fantastic. So Saquon's a hit, right? Okay. What about Rashad Penny? Was that a hit? That was a miss, and I took that miss. Yeah. So. What about... Uh, Hmm, how about Darius Geis? Major miss. Major miss. Sony Michelle. Hit. Okay. Nick Chubb. <laughs> Definite hit. That's my guy. What about Royce Freeman? Uh I'd say miss. Yeah. Uh what about Carry on Johnson? That's that's tough. Um I'd I'd probably say hit on that one. So what we're kinda seeing here is among eight running backs, I would consider I considered Saquon, Michelle, Chubb, and Carrion to be hits. Mm-hmm. Misses were Penny, Jones, Geis, and Freeman. If uh, Ronald Jones was obviously a huge miss, he's just not good. Yeah, well, uh, man, that's so sad. He's such a good opportunity, but that's four and four. So it was a fifty percent chance, I'd say, mm-hmm. last year for running backs. So let's move into twenty seventeen. Um, what about Fournette? Hit. Okay, McCaffrey. Hit. Mixon. Hit. Kamara. Hit. Kareem Hunt. Hit. What about Dalvin Cook? Hit. I think he's he's got he's got that potential still. Like, I'd, I'd consi- now, at the time he was injured in 2017, yeah, I'd con- so he I'd, for them. For when he was on the field, he was a hit. So I'm not, I'm not going to hold those injuries against him. Right. Because when he's on the field, he is extremely productive. I so. considered him a miss just because he missed a lot of time. Okay. But, and Deonta Foreman. Miss. Didn't really, yeah. So that year was 71% of rookie running backs that were taken ended up being hits. So when you look at this, that's 50% last year, 71% the year before that were actually hits. And this isn't just, oh, the running back, he was good flex option. These are actual great RB2, RB1 rookie running back candidates that were hits. So uh, that's about it for my tip on to draft rookie running backs. I would load up, honestly, if you're able to. For example, this year, if you can draft... If you're in the position to draft Josh Jacobs and maybe David Montgomery, maybe take Montgomery in the fourth if you can get him, and Jacobs in the fifth if you already have a couple wide receivers set up. I think that would be really good, and most likely one of them's going to hit, mm-hmm. and one of one of them's going to turn into an RB one or RB two. So uh, I think it's a good it's a good idea to take that shot. Absolutely, I completely re- uh, agree with that. Um, anything else to add for those tips? I don't think so. I think we can jump right into this mock. All right, fantastic. Let's just jump right in here. So we are doing our draft on Sleeper. Uh, they're not a sponsor, but if they are open <laughs> to sponsoring, that's completely okay by us. We Give love, us a DM. Yeah, we, love, we love, <laughs> we love uh, this app. Uh, follow us at FFPhenoms. Yep. So uh, without further ado, uh, we can jump straight in. Andrew, you have pick three. Yep. I have pick ten. We're doing a 12-team half-point PPR draft. Uh, this is the similar setup for what we have in our league. I know this is probably one of the more popular setups. I know it's half-point PPR. It's kind of taken over fantasy football uh, over the last few years. And the common uh, league size, I'd say, is either tw- uh, 10 or 12 teams. So we went with 12. Yeah. Uh, make us dive a little bit deeper for those sleepers uh, as we get later in this draft. So uh, I think we just jump straight in then. Let's do it. All right. So right now... We're, we're drafting against other computers for reference, so we're the two users that are in this right now. Um, if we draft against other users, that would take a lot longer, and also um, they might do some weird picks occasionally. Sometimes if someone's doing a random mock, they make some weird picks. So I'm on the clock at three here. Um, Saquon and Christian McCaffrey just went at one and two. 
So this is a pretty easy pick for me. Mm-hmm. Um, if Zeke was playing, he'd be in consideration. But I, Zeke is really going down my board in terms of running backs. I really don't think he's going to play this year. Uh, but automatically, this isn't a hard pick for me. This is Alvin Kamara. Absolutely. I know we were talking about this on our last show, Alvin Kamara. We absolutely love him this season. That excellent opportunity in New Orleans. So, uh, pick four then. Uh, Zeke actually went off the board at pick four. Uh, Pick five was DeAndre Hopkins. He went a little earlier than uh, most people do have him mocked. Uh, Then pick six was David Johnson. Seven, Le'Veon Bell. Eight, Devontae Adams. Nine, James Conner. Uh, and I'm on the clock then at pick 10. So I have a few different options here. Um, we kind of talked about this earlier. Andrew was uh, talking about his key of loading up a running back. Well, we have a uh, kind of a difficult situation here. We have Julio Jones as well as Michael Thomas on the board. Uh, and there's also Nick Chubb and Todd Gurley. So there is a few different options here. Uh, I know we are pretty close to the turn at, with the, just 11 and 12 in front of us. So we have to wait four more picks to get back to us so there's no guarantee those running backs will make it back so i think in this case oh that's really tough yeah i mean while he thinks about his decision i think what you would consider his is here is nick chubb and Gurley are kind of the best running backs on the board right now and in terms of wide receivers you still have some elite wide receivers on the board with julio jones michael thomas odell I kind of see a separation gap, but then you also do have to consider that running back is not even as close to as deep, so it's a tough decision. Um, I'll be interested to see where you go with it. I think if I was here, oh boy, I would probably go wide receiver. I've narrowed but... it between Julio Jones and Nick Chubb, so I'm just looking at like actual talent here and opportunity. I know Nick Chubb has the talent. We talked about this in the uh, in the first show that we that we made. Nick Chubb after week 10. It's going to be a little difficult with Kareem Hunt coming back. So I think here I'm going to go Julio Jones. Uh, he does have, have that supreme opportunity in Atlanta this year. So uh, the next four picks then with Nick Chubb, Michael Thomas, Todd Gurley, and then Dalvin Cook. So it's another running back off the board for me. Yeah, it is a bit unfortunate that they three of the next four picks were running backs. But in my opinion, I do see one running back left on the board it's, that I think... This, right here is an easy pick for me. Yeah. I need to go running back here. I know they're like Odell Beckham, Tyreek Hill, Juju Smith-Schuster. They are left on the board here, but I can't go double receiver. Running back, it is a thin position, so it's a no-brainer here. The next best player on the board is Joe Mixon. It's an easy pick for me. Joe Mixon here on the third pick of the second round, no-brainer. Agreed. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good pick. There are some great wide receivers left, but you have to get one of the top-tier running backs. Um... All right, so after Joe Mixon, after Justin's pick of Joe Mixon, went Tyree Kill, Odell, Juju. So three wide receivers there. Then Travis Kelsey, the first tight end. Uh, it's incredibly hard for me to take Kelsey, even in the middle of the second, if I was at that pick. Uh, I don't know about you, but, uh, man, that's hard to bite that bullet. I don't know. Probably the earliest I could take a tight end. Probably probably round three. Just from where that talent is, you, you can't pass up a running back in a wide receiver in rounds one and two like those are the foundations you need at least those two picks agreed and after travis kelsey was mike evans leonard fournette so i'm sitting on the board i have alvin Kamara, and at running back you have damian williams carry on johnson melvin gordon aaron jones marlon mack devonta freeman some all right running backs i'm not a huge damian williams fan so not even considering him but actually i think this pick for me is pretty easy. Um, the tiers of running backs are kind of lower at this point for me, and I think I moved to wide receiver. I already have Kamara. 
Uh, on the board still is Antonio Brown, Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen, T.Y. Hilton. Those are probably about the best four. Uh, here for me, uh, there's someone that sticks out, and that's Antonio Brown. I know a lot of people might not have confidence in him. If you watch Hard Knocks and you saw his feet, <sighs> oh, that was probably the yeah. grossest foot I've ever seen in my entire life. I know my dad has some pretty gross feet, but... <laughs> oh, shots fired. Sorry, Dad, I know you're listening. Oh, no. But... These are probably the grossest feet I've seen in my entire life. They're horrendous. Yeah, but just because of his feet, you know what? I'm going to stick with him. I think he's going to be great for fantasy this year. Um, there aren't that many available people in Oakland that they can actually get the ball to. Uh, I think Antonio Brown's going to be able to get them, uh, catch a lot of touchdowns, and put up a lot of yards this year for them. So um, leading back to my pick, Damian Williams went off the board, on Johnson, Melvin Gordon, T.Y. Hilton. So... Wide receiver, there's still plenty of wide receivers I like on the board right now. Running backs, uh, it's thinned out a little bit. Three of the four picks before mine were running backs, Damian Williams, Carrion, and Melvin. This is somewhat of an awkward position. Um, George Kittle and Zach Ertz are still on the board. I'm not considering quarterback here. Um, there, hasn't been there hasn't been any taken. People may consider Mahomes if they really want him, but... Not in consideration. And for it's me. kind of crazy how often you are seeing Patrick Mahomes go around this spot. Mm -hmm. I just could not personally bring myself to bring uh, taking a quarterback this early in a draft. But obviously that talent is there. I don't think you're going to see 50 touchdowns again. So you're going to you're going to see that positive regression in Kansas City. You you might see 40, but you can get that production pretty similarly in rounds 8, 9, yep. and 10 from other quarterbacks. And I think you're kind of paying for him pretty high already at his nearest ceiling, I think, for the season anyway. So yeah, I, I wouldn't take the risk. I think here um, I'm going to make this pick. I'm actually going to go running back because I think wide receivers, there's going to be a lot of them when think, it comes I back I know, I think turn. I know where you're going here. Um, you might know where I'm going. I know I have Kamara. I think he's pretty safe. So I think what I'm actually going to do is take a bit of a risk, and I'm going to grab Devonta Freeman here. Wow, all right. I know you were really high on Marlon Mack. Mm -hmm. um, what like what made you pick him over Marlon? He's in consideration, um, but I think maybe if I had a running back towards the back like Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook, maybe I would have paired him with uh, a guy like Marlon Mack. I think Mack has less risk than Freeman does, but I think since I have Kamara, I'm pretty safe in the RB1 slot that I think I can actually take that risk on Freeman. Even if he does get hurt, uh, I think I'll have Kamara, and I just got to hit on another running back that I draft later. Okay. Yeah, like Devontae Freeman, his ceiling is out of this world. I know Dan Quinn was saying the other day he's having the best camp he's ever seen uh, Devonta have, so that's really encouraging signs out of Atlanta. Uh, so right after Andrew's pick, we saw Keenan Allen, David Montgomery, Patrick Mahomes off the board, as well as Aaron Jones, Marlon Mack, and Adam Thielen. So I am on the clock now. Uh, like, like Just like before, I'm – I've, I'm kind of near the turn here at pick 10. Yep, so you know uh, you're going to get two picks that are pretty close. So, so I have a few different options here. This is where it gets really interesting. Uh, so we have we, I have the option to go wide receiver. Amari Cooper is still on the board uh, over there in Dallas. I know he's injured right now. He's the plantar fascia, but he's going to be back. I'm not really concerned about that. Uh, but then it gets a little interesting because there's two tight ends on the board. George Kittle, Zach Gertz. I'm extremely high on Zach Ertz this season. Uh, with Carson Wentz back, that's his go-to guy. Now, is that because you're an Eagles fan? Or I, do you actually just I'm being completely unbiased in this. Zach Ertz. He, what about Dallas Goddard? Uh, if Ertz was out of the picture, Goddard would be a very solid uh, low-end tight end one, maybe high-end tight end two. Do you think Goddard kind of 
puts a strain on Zach Ertz, though, no. in terms of production? No, so uh, reports at a training camp. I know you're going to see some snaps be taken away from Nelson Aguilar, Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Doug Peterson is going to institute a lot of two tight end sets because he does want to have the ability to run the ball. as uh, They do have a lot of RPO options, so having those two tight ends on the field for extra blocking as well as uh, them being both extremely good uh, passing threats uh, it, it creates more versatility for the Eagles offense. Makes sense. So I think Zach Ertz is still an extremely viable option. So I'm going between Ertz here and Josh Jacobs, who's also on the board. Uh, that would give me a really good one-two punch. I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs here, and hopefully one of those two tight ends come back to me on the other end. I know George Kittle, Amari Cooper, and Zach Ertz just went off the board. So that kind of backfired a little bit. But I'm back on the clock. Uh, and I have an opportunity that can either like, triple stack on running backs here, uh, or I could go wide receiver. I know receivers that are left on the board, we have Stefan Diggs as well as Julian Edelman. I know with Gronkowski retired over in there in New England, he's got an extremely good opportunity to kind of uh, see more increased production. But one guy I'm extremely high on, I love this guy this season, Chris Carson out of Seattle. Okay. He's getting this passing looks. I'm going to do a Chris Carson. I'm going to triple stack the running backs. Uh, following along with my tip? Yeah, I'm following, I'm following you too. I'm going to see how it works out. <laughs> and also you took a rookie running back, so both my tips actually. But uh, I think that's in general a good strategy. If you look at Justin's team now, he has Julio, wide receiver one, ready to go. Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson. Worst case scenario, maybe Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs busts, one of them busts. I doubt both of them will. So he should be solid with a RB1, RB2, and at least a wide receiver one for now. Um, leading up to my pick then, uh, the people that went off the board were Stefan Diggs, Mark Ingram, Sony Michelle, Julian Edelman, Philip Lindsay, and unfortunately Chris Godwin, which I would have liked to have. He made here. this play in practice yesterday. They did a, uh, like a joint practice with the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Insane sideline toe tapper right over the defender's head. I didn't Abs- see it actually. Incredible. I saw it on Twitter. on Twitter. It was on. It was on Twitter. Absolutely phenomenal. Godwin. He's gonna be a stud this season. Yeah. He definitely could be good. I think O.J. Howard's going to steal some touchdowns, though. And uh, I don't know. Didn't they? I think they also got another wide receiver. I don't know who they have to replace Humphreys um, because I know they lost him. I don't know who they got. They might have drafted one. I'm not sure. But um, Okay, so I'm on the clock now. I think that what I want to do with this pick, I have Kamara, Antonio Brown, Devonta Freeman. The guy you mentioned it for those mid-run wide receivers, he's sitting there on the board. And coincidentally enough, all three Rams wide receivers are on the board. Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. comes down to which one you like the most. Uh, for me... Can I just take all of them? Is that, yeah, is that I would like to take all of them. Um, but is there, actually, is there like a three-for-one package? I don't think so. I think that's only at like McDonald's, you know, when you buy a cheeseburger. Yeah. You know, if you buy like 80 cheeseburgers mm-hmm. at the same time... How many do you get free then? I don't know. Hmm. You better get at least something to think about. I'm about to go order and see. (laughs) Can we get sponsored by McDonald's? Free cheeseburgers on the show. I'd be extremely ASMR cheeseburger Mm. eating. We're changing our podcast. That's what it's going to (laughs) be. Stay tuned, everybody. (laughs) Okay, but anyway, I'm going to make my pick here. Uh, It's Robert Woods for me. Robert Woods is the person that I think I can rely on the most. And Brandon Cooks is explosive. Sure, Cooper Cup, kind of worried about the injury. Robert Woods kind of sits in the middle there for me. And I think he's going to put up a lot of production. Uh, Galladay went off the board. Tyler Lockett, Brandon Cooks, Tevin Coleman. Unfortunate that Tevin Coleman went off the board. If he didn't, I would have taken him here. Uh, San Francisco's backfield now is... uh, They're all kind of hurt. 
a little bit, and I think Tevin Coleman can really stand out. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do here, right now I have two running backs, two wide receivers. I can do basically whatever I want here. I could go quarterback on the board is Deshaun Watson, Rodgers, Luck. No thanks. I'll wait till later. Mm-hmm. Tight end, O.J. Howard, Evan Ingram. Intriguing picks, but I think there's way too much value on the board still. I think what I'm actually going to do here, this is a very tough decision. Maybe you want to give some insight on what you would do while I try and think about this pick. So, obviously, I know you kind of hinted at I would not take a quarterback here. I know Deshaun Watson, I mentioned that in my tips. It's going to look really tempting here because uh, you just see the projected points for the season. On the Sleeper app, it has projected 314 points for Deshaun Watson. That number is going to pop out here. So, obviously, he's not going to take Cooper Cup here. He just selected Robert Woods, so that's probably not his best option. Um I think I got my pick. He already has Devonta Freeman, so Calvin Ridley, he's another receiver that is on the board. Uh, One guy I really like here, probably Tyler Boyd out of Cincinnati. That's probably the guy Hmm. I would consider here. I know A.J. Green's sitting there as well, but he's got that foot injury. Yeah, Not sure when he's going to be back. No thanks. I think what I want to do here is take my own tip, take my advice, go running back. What was my other tip that I mentioned after that? Stack running backs. Stack running backs and to draft rookie running backs. We're taking Miles Sanders. People may consider it a little early for Miles Sanders, but I want him on my team. He's a rookie running back. He has so much potential. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard could get the role, but why would they draft Miles Sanders if uh, they wanted Jordan Howard? So, Uh, all right, and Justin's on the clock. All right, so this kind of worked out in my favor. Uh, So since I did triple stack running backs, I only have one wide receiver. I do have a glaring need for that wide receiver too. so I'm kind of also looking at my bye weeks. That's another key tip. You always want to try and manage the bye weeks. So right now I already have two week nine buys, and I already do have Joe Mixon. So I, I it's not my best interest to take Tyler Boyd, I, although I do really like Tyler Boyd. Especially you don't really want to get invested in that Bengals offense Exactly. Uh, who knows how that's going to turn out. They have head co- new head coach Zach Taylor from the Sean McVay scheme. You don't know how that's going to work out. He's a rookie head coach. It could go either way. Sure. So play your uh, play it pretty safe there. You don't want to you don't want to double stack in an offense where it is brand new. So, uh, other receivers that are left on the board, Mike Williams from the Chargers. He also made a really nice play. He had a 28-yard touchdown. Okay. I believe in training camp the other day. Training camp hype. Training camp hype. I love it. Um, he's an incredible talent. I know he's got a lot of hype since his first two years. He's been injured a little bit. Last year he had a few huge games for you. And there's also DJ Moore coming straight from the nightclub after his DJ session. <laughs> Probably the cheesiest joke you're going to hear. You're going to get it right here on the Phenoms. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Wow. So, he, it's really tough. I think I'm going to go with Mike Williams. Okay. He's, he's a more safe guy there. I know Tyro Williams is no longer with the team. Right. So that number two role is wide open for Mike. Especially if Melvin Gordon, if something happens with Especially him. Especially with that. Because he's up a lot of targets. You do not know when Melvin Gordon's coming back. So why not take the next safest option in that offense? So after my Mike Williams pick, Tyler Boyd went right after that. Then Jarvis Landry, Kenyon Drake, and then Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck, I... I would just slide him extremely far down my draft. I don't even know if I would draft him right now. Okay. He's got so many leg issues. And did you hear what? Uh, I think it was Jim Irsay. He's did got. He's got. Said? He's got a little bone issue. It's a little bone. <laughs> and also, he said uh, they plan to make a quarterback decision after week three preseason. I believe so, it was. So you got to see or that. Is it either week three or week two. I think it's. I think I saw week three. So actually, heading into most drafts. So the, I know the Colts play probably next Saturday or Sunday. Uh, I, I have the final. I have to see the schedule, but yeah. if your draft is next weekend, definitely keep an eye on that. 
for sure because you don't want to draft Andrew Luck like in round six when he's probably not going to play exactly. week one. You need that guy week one if you're going to invest in an early pick. So options here. I have three running backs, two wide receivers. I think I'm just going to play the board at this point. I know Aaron Rodgers is sitting there. I don't want to take a quarterback early. I'm going to follow my own advice. I see one person on the board. I will target if you do not take him. There is one on the board for me. Uh, Just from sheer upside, I think he's going to have a really solid season. I'm going to go take Alshon Jeffrey from the Eagles. That is unfortunate. Is that who you're going to take? That was who I was Uh, going to take. He's got so much potential. He's he's down in round six. He's easily around three talent. Round three, round four talent. So that's a steal here at round six. Yeah. That is really sad because I would have loved to have Alshon as my flex uh, or Miles Sanders, whichever eagle I kind of wanted. Um, I'm sitting here. we got three running backs, two wide receivers. Also, we'll try and move a little bit faster now because we're getting into some of the rounds where we don't have to analyze every single pick. But in terms of tight ends, not too interested in, in any tight ends right now. Really? There's some decent ones. Kinda... Hunter Henry, Jared Cook, Eric Ebron. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I really want one right now. I think I'm going to take some depth. Okay. And I think for me right now, there's a running back that's standing out. One of you guys. You love this guy in Madden. Yeah, I'm going to take Tariq Cohen. There he is. And then we'll see what kind of comes back to me. I could go tight end. We will see. Uh, The one guy I really liked, Austin Eckler. Yeah, off the board. Rashad Penny off the board. Allen Robinson, Darius Geis. Allen Robinson, great value, I think, in the seventh round. Absolutely. Uh I still only have two wide receivers. Oh, there's two guys here that I absolutely love. Yeah, I'm tempted to go wide receiver here. Yeah, I think I should um, because I do have four running backs. We should at least get three wide receivers. I think what I'm going to do right now on the board is Robbie Anderson, Christian Kirk, Dante Pettis, and Sammy Watkins, Gmo. Um, The person that stands out to me here is actually, oh gosh, this is tough. I'm going to take Robbie Anderson. All right, good pick. Uh, it was between Robbie Anderson and Christian Kirk for me, but I think Robbie Anderson is a bit more secure. Oh, Christian Kirk went right before. <laughs> I love Christian Kirk this year. He's a great value. He's gonna be. I think he's gonna be a solid wide receiver too by the end of the season. Brand new offense in Arizona. Cliff Kingsbury. Christian Kirk's already familiar with the scheme as well as Kyler Murray. So those two are creating a. Uh, a rapport there yep. uh, throughout this entire offseason. So I'm really excited to see how that does work out, especially with Fitzgerald. He's getting up there. They're going to need that go-to connection for years to come. So where I'm sitting on the board right now, I have three three running backs, three wide receivers. So kind of the world is my oyster at this point in time. So Always can, a good place to be. I can go anywhere at this point. So there are a couple good tight ends. Hunter Henry's there. Eric Ebron's there. Uh, my favorite player in the entire world is still on the board, Carson Wentz. That's my guy. <laughs> But now, would you consider See, taking him this early or the fa- seventh round? The fact this is like the borderline where he is going in most drafts. Um, I want to take him here, but I don't. It's tough. It's really tough. I'm I'm going fifty fifty here. This is kind of like the borderline where I do start to think sure I can take a quarterback, especially because I already do have three running backs and three receivers. They're all high quality guys. Sure. You're at 10, so you're going to be having so, some pick coming So, I'm going to play four picks. I know he's not going to come back to me. You know what? I'm going to take a take a chance to see how it works out. If it doesn't work out, you guys are going to hear it right here on this <laughs> podcast. It's going to be, I'm going to eat my own words. <laughs> so, I'm going to take Carson Wentz here. Carson in the seventh. Now, I'm, your strategy for quarterbacks was not to invest too early. It is the seventh. I don't think so it's it, not crazy I, I think, early. I think that's like that borderline where it is kind of getting the area where it is safe. 
Um, so we're like, I guess like. And you haven't even said of three and three, so I already have. I think this would be different if maybe you only had two wide receivers, two running backs. I like like I said, like I think round six, round five, that's too early. I think round seven, I think that's where I would start considering taking a quarterback personally. Depending on who's on. Depending on how your roster is constructed, if you're if you feel you are safe, you have some depth at some positions. Why not go and take that quarterback that is a little bit higher uh, in that echelon? Right. So uh, after my Wentz pick, Geronimo Allison, Drew Brees, Jordan Howard, and Royce Freeman went off the board. So I still need a tight end. Uh, there are three quality options here. I already do have Mike Williams, so I'm going to take Hunter Henry off my board. Okay. Um, as well, I'm going to look at the rest of my roster. Then I also – so I'm between Eric Ebron and Vance McDonald. So, I do like David Njoku this year. I do well. like David Njoku as well. Where is he still on the board? He is on the board. He's, he's down it, there. Now – I did not I even see him there. I think you could wait a little bit for Njoku. You could, if I wanted Njoku, I could wait a little bit. Um, Eric Ebron, I think he's a little bit overhyped this year because Jack Doyle is back healthy. But there is a lot of talent there. I know him and Andrew Luck had a good connection. But with that said, Andrew Luck, we don't know how he's going to be, if he's going to be on the field or if he's not. Because I know two years ago, he didn't even play. P- people drafted him early, didn't even play. Sure. The offense went to all crap. So... We're gonna. It's kind of a crapshoot to see where that's gonna pan out. So I'm gonna go Vance McDonald here. Okay. He's got an extremely safe role in that Pittsburgh offense, and you don't have Antonio Brown. Someone's gotta take those targets. Why not Vance McDonald? Sure. And it's coming up to my pick. Notable people that went off the board: Kyler Murray. Um, hype train on him is obviously huge. He could finish top five fantasy. He's huge fantasy wise, not size wise. I learned that. Oh wow, that's mean to him though. I mean, you see these. How tall is he? He's about five foot ten, so I'm. I might have half an inch on him. So you, I'm, you know, I, I think you could just play. I think I could play. I, me and Kyle. Forty Murray, time might be close. Might be close. I know he. He was around like what, like a four five, four six. Hmm. You were called. Did they call you the Flash? They I call me White was? Lightning. White Lightning. That's what it was. That's, that's what, what it was. you were called. Yep. Exactly. Now. It's at my pick. Um, we're sitting at four running backs, three wide receivers, which is where I love to be. I'd love to have more running backs than wide receivers. Tight ends. David and Joker's on the board. Yeah, I could. Uh, I'm going running back here. I'm getting more depth. As I said earlier, I think you need to constantly dra- draft depth at running Before back. Before you take that pick, I know I still I see Kareem Hunt on the board here. I don't know why he is listed this high. For the fact he is suspended for the first ten weeks, I do not understand that. For and the especially life of me. that's a bench spot. Exactly, you are not going to have for ten weeks. Exactly, can't unlo- go on your IR. Unlo- unlo- yeah, I believe you can if you have your league. Can set- you for suspended? Yeah, if you have your league set for that, you can. Okay, so specific settings. If you do have your league set for that, maybe. Yes, but nine times out of ten, <laughs> most leagues do not have. I th- I believe our league does. So that's 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 iffy territory there. I would not take him at all. I would just try and snatch him up week seven week eight yeah before like the hype train does start rolling with but him. i think right now for me i actually don't like the running backs a lot here but i think i'm going to take one more running back for depth uh kareem hunt ronald jones LaShawn mccoy carlos hyde mm. uh, it's That's not great kind of disgusting it's not great but there's one guy that's really popping out to me here yeah, I'm gonna take someone. This is this is a bit of a reach, I think, actually. Oh, who is it? But I'm gonna take Kalen Balaj. Really? I consider it a bit of a reach. The guy I thought was the next pick. 
Oh, was it? Yeah. Curtis Samuel? Yeah. Well, let's hear about Kalen Balaj. Now, well, Kalen Balaj, I figure Kenyon Drake's actually injured right now in okay. training camp. And Kalen Balaj was a rookie last year or the year before? One or the others. I think it was last year. I believe year. it was last year. So this is a second-year running back. It really is possible uh, for him to turn it up if Kenyon Drake... They never knew how to use Kenyon Drake in Miami. That was Adam Gase, and it was he Adam Gase. is not the most intelligent man on this planet. You, you kind of see from his press conferences, he's kind of out there staring into <laughs> probably Jupiter at this point. He's thinking about those cheeseburgers over at McDonald's, how many he can get for free if he oh, buys 80. He so could eat a ton of he, cheesebergers. He really could. He looks like he could. What, he he kind of looks, looks like Joey Chestnut a little his bit. His eyes are mouse. Does he look like Joey Chestnut? I think he does you a little what? bit. Actually, he yeah. kind of does, actually. Kinda does look like it kind of blows my mind. Oh, my gosh. Well, I think I want Kalen Balazs here. I think that's a decent pick. Uh, if Kenyon Drake get, gets injured, that backfield is Kalen Balazs. Uh Then my pick comes back up. I think we're going to try and fly through some of these here so we can get more picks. I'm going to go... David Njoku's still on the board for me. At this, You've been talking about him for three rounds. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to take him here. I would like to go wide receiver, but after him is on the board is Austin Hooper, Delaney Walker, TJ Hawkinson, which is interesting. I love that, man. I did see a report, though, that TJ Hawkinson will probably begin the season as that number two tight end behind Jesse James in Detroit. Oh, God. Just to kind of get himself acclimated for those first few weeks, so keep an eye on that. Uh, kind of adjust your ratings for your tight ends accordingly. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Njoku here. I think he can be a real red zone threat. Uh, other than probably be Nick Chubb. I don't know if they'll be... They'll probably be throwing Odell down there, but I, I think... you see a lot of Odell, a lot of Jarvis. And, and Njoku, he's a red zone machine, so I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, I think... And uh, now it's back to Justin. Once again, we are now in the ninth uh, round. Th- this is a no-brainer for me. So after Andrew's pick of David Njoku, Sterling Shepard, Marquez Valdez, Scantling... Jared Goff. Oh, I, think I, I, know who you I always want to take Jared Garf. I, that's how I always say his name now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ronald Jones, Russell Wilson, Jalen Samuels. So one guy I absolutely love. He shows a lot of production. I've been a fan of his for the last couple years. Uh, D.D. Westbrook out of Jacksonville. He's a slot machine. Nick Foles going down there. They're solidifying that quarterback position. And they Blake Bortles. I've taken a lot of flack in the past because I took Blake Bortles. I picked him up as a waiver wire guy. So the rumor is... Justin's a Blake Bortles fan. Yeah, well. So, a, I'm kind of lumped in, so, you know. He's a super done, fan. Done, I'm a super fan now, You apparently. should see his room. His room is all Jaguars teal. I think their I, uniforms are teal. You know, who even knows? They change them every other year. <laughs> At this point, they have about 16 different uniforms. I might have might as well have that mustard yellow that yeah, was absolutely true. disgusting. But anyway, D.D. Westbrook, phenomenal talent out of the slot. They actually have a solid quarterback down there in Jacksonville now, Nick Foles. So, I'm going to take him. He's going to get a ton of looks down there this season. Very confident, especially in round 9. So, then round 10, I have now four wide receivers. And I only have, I still only have three running backs. So I'm going to take a look at who's available still at the running back position. And while he looks at that, also, I would like to point out the only defenses off the board right now are the Chicago Bears and the LA Rams. Would you consider a defense here whatsoever? Absolutely not. I personally like to stream my defenses. So when I when I draft the defense, I only look at week the week 1 matchup. So if there's a really solid matchup, I'm going to wait as long as I can to take that defense. Exactly. I I take them ideally at the absolute earliest if I have to jump on it round 13 is the earliest I would take them. And obviously kicker is usually always the last round. Yep. So 
I definitely will not take a quarterback here in round 10. I know my brother, actually, he always takes Justin Tucker <laughs> in about round 8 or 9. He loves that man. I don't it's know if it's because it, his name is Justin and he loves me. I don't know. That's a, it probably is. I that, don't know. You know? I, I never thought about it, but... It might be that. We'll have to ask it's him. So, it's so early. I never understand it. He gets so excited to take Justin Tucker. <laughs> it's a little strange. I'm a little concerned for you, Matt. If you need help, follow us at the FFPNOMS. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help you out. Um, so... I'm looking at running back. Uh, I see Peyton Barber still on the board. He's st- uh, it's kind of odd to still see a starting running back at the time being down here around 10. He started the tail end of the season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I'm going to take Peyton Barber. Uh, if he doesn't pan out, it's not really a big deal. It is round 10. Yeah. I have that depth now with my fourth running back. Uh, so now it's coming back to my pick. I'm going to run down my team quick. Alvin Kamara, Antonio Brown, Devonta Freeman, Robert Woods, Miles Sanders, Tariq Cohen, Robbie Anderson, Kalen Balaj, David Njoku. So one thing I noticed you're still missing. You're still missing that quarterback. Yeah, still missing a quarterback. Uh, Jameis Winston, Roethlisberger, Brady, Lamar Jackson. I think I'll pass. I'm going to be waiting. We'll okay. be playing the long game for this. I'm going to take value. I think there's still value at the running back position. Someone stands out to me. Uh, and that's Devin Singletary. Okay. I think LaShawn McCoy gets hurt, even if he doesn't get hurt. No, LaShawn McCoy, he has a long track record. It looks like he has a career-ending injury. (laughs) He basically gets carried off the field, and then next second later, he comes out like blaze of glory, just like out of the movie, and he comes back like he was never hurt, and he runs for another 100 yards. Yeah, LaShawn McCoy, I mean, he's he's not a sexy pick either, so I think the pick there was, uh, he wasn't even on the board anyway, but... Uh, again, it's my pick. We're getting into the part of the draft now where it kind of just comes down to which guys are your favorite sleepers uh, in the 11th round. Tight end, already took my tight end, not considering that. Quarterback, I could go quarterback here. I think I'll wait. Wow. Running backs, Madison from Minnesota. He's a rookie. Davin Cook's there. Duke Johnson, Matt Burita. McKinnon, not not really into it. Wide receiver, there's not that much either, um, honestly. But I think I'm just going to grab a wide receiver here. And, oh boy. You know, I'm just going to grab Tyrell Williams. I think he is going to be, he can have some value in Oakland if they double AB. Tyrell Williams just gets these crazy streaks down the field and... Well, he doesn't actually streak down the field. He does wear clothes. I, I will be very confirmed. <laughs> he wears clothes. Nobody would tackle him then. He's <laughs> oh, gonna be gosh. a fan. He's gonna be a fantasy machine. And yet, so if he's running, if he's streaking down the field, does he have like the number sixteen painted on his chest and back? I think so. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it actually just like bleeds through from the jersey to the Re- chest. Yeah. They they really they really cut corners there in Oakland. <laughs> it should not be happening. That's why. Have you seen the field? It's a baseball field. That's true. They cut corners. Oakland, get your act together, man. (laughs) Come on. Justin's now on the clock. Once again, the 11th round. Uh, Anyone stand out to you here? Uh, So, obviously, I'm not going to be taking a quarterback. I already have Carson Wentz. So, I am going to look for value here. I have plenty of depth already. So, it's kind of just playing the board at this point. Two guys stand out to me, Duke Johnson as well as Matt Breida. So Matt Breida, like Andrew said, 
almost all of San Francisco's backfield is hurt right now. It's a real shame. But Breida and Tevin Coleman, they are the lone wolves there. We're still not sure who's going to be seeing the lion's share of carries. But one guy, I, I am really high on Duke Johnson over there in Houston, getting that third down work, pass catcher out of the backfield. He could be a nice fill-in flex for you if you have bye weeks. So I'm going to take Duke Johnson as a handy, as a, basically the handyman for my uh, my fantasy team. I think he's going to have actual fantasy value. And uh, in the 11th round, he could he really could be a weekly uh, flex option for you. And then around the turn here, I see another guy that really does pop off the page for me. Uh, Golden Tate. I know he's suspended for the first four games, but the Giants, they do lack a lot of skill position talent. Golden Tate, he still has a lot left in the tank. He's extremely good at getting open, really good after the catch. So I think he's a really good value here in round 12. So I'm going to go with Golden Tate as a little stash pick. Yeah, now it's coming back to my pick. And yeah, I don't like a lot of what is there. I think I'm going to grab my quarterback now. Honestly, Tom Brady's on the board. Yeah, he's no, he's a great quarterback, but not really well known for being a great fantasy quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo's on the board. Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Mitch Trubisky, Sam Darnold. Josh Allen, Derek Carr, Stafford. Yeah, a lot of these guys I am not a big fan on. I think I'll actually wait till next round to grab that. We're going to grab another skill position. You're not a fan of Josh Allen here? It, I am considering him. Okay. But I think I'm going to grab running back or wide receiver. And you know what? Let's grab Jameson Crowder. There's a chance he could do something in New York. I also do have Robbie Anderson. Um would not recommend doing that in drafts if you have two Jets wide receivers, but um, not exactly sure who else to pick there. And maybe, you know, who knows? I have both of them on my team. Week one, Jameson Crowder. Say he goes off, you could easily, trade him. You could easily package him in a trade. Yep. And now I'm going to take my quarterback. Ugh, man. Who is he going to take? This yeah, is, uh, this is pretty rough. They're all pretty equal value. I think I do know who I'm going to take. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm going to take Kirk Cousins. Okay. And that's because they have Thielen and Diggs. I can't help but think he's going to be productive. There were points in the year last year where he was real bad, though. But with Thielen and Diggs, how can you not put up some sort of numbers? Really, Kirk Cousins, he's taken a hit with his fantasy value. Throughout probably the first 12 weeks of the season, 10, like 11, 12 weeks of the season, he was one of the more consistent fantasy options. But down the stretch, he really, he really pooped the bed there. Yeah. He really... We had a lot of uh, almost goose eggs, pretty much. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Like like five point performances, six point performances. It's just not very good. But uh, we're up to my pick now, uh, around the bench here. So this is like my last bench pick, or this is where I could consider my defense. So we're gonna see who's left on the board for defenses. Houston's defense is on the board, so let's see their week one matchup. So they play the Saints. So we're definitely not gonna take the Texans here. That is for sure not an option because they're going to get lit up most likely in all likelihood uh, according to the matchup so we're going to see who's left on the board here so another s solid option uh, this is tough um, so I'm going to say uh, John Brown here he is left he is a solid option up there in Buffalo he could get you a nice sleeper performance yeah I, I think it's decent pick decent pick it's, really this just comes down to not you're taking shots on guys that you think might hit uh, who knows you might end up drop, dropping them for 
someone in waivers literally before the season even starts. So. All right, so then I'm up once again around the turn, round 14, and I just found a defense that has a pretty solid week one matchup. The Eagles, they do face off against the Redskins. The Redskins, if you watch them, they're just not a great football team. I'm going to be completely blunt about that. Uh, a lot of injuries last season, and they have lost quite a bit of talent the last couple of years. They are pretty unproven for the most part. I know they're likely going to start a rookie quarterback, and Dwayne Haskins, it's either Dwayne Haskins or Case Keenum. So either way, your options are not too stellar there. And the Eagles, they are on a mission this year to kind of prove themselves after a pretty lackluster year last year. And they are at home. So I'm going to go with the Eagles defense here in round 14. Yeah, decent pick. Again, this comes down to choosing who you want to play basically for one week. You're we don't really keep defenses. There are some that do kind of keep them throughout a season. They kind of stick with it, but sure. streaming is typically the way to go. Now I'm looking at a defense here. I'm struggling who to pick. Uh, Steelers, initially, I thought maybe they have some hype. They drafted the linebacker Devin White, I think? Devin Bush, maybe. Devin Bush. One of the Devins. Yes. Um, and their first game is against the Patriots, though, which is not great. Um... I'm going to look through here and look for a possible defensive pick. You know, I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to grab I'm just going to grab the Cowboys defense. I uh, I don't like it, but they have some great players, star players on their team, so um pick comes back around. Now it's kicker time. Tavecchio from Atlanta. He stands out to me. I'm going to grab him. I think that Falcons could put up a ton of points. If I don't, if I decide I don't want him, I go ahead and grab a kicker in free agency. All right, so I'm on the board now. Last pick of the draft for the two of us. Uh, at the point we are with kickers, there's not many great options left, so I think I might as well just close my eyes and pick a kicker. Yeah. They're all about the same at this point. Uh, I'm going to just close my eyes, and I got Mason Crosby. Fantastic. He actually did not look at the screen. I really so didn't. So he is not lying. I'm blindly picking. So uh, we can each run through our teams. Want to run sure. through your uh, your roster real quick? Sure. We'll run through the roster here. Uh, Alvin Kamara, Antonio Brown, Devonta Freeman. Robert Woods, Miles Sanders, Tariq Cohen, Robbie Anderson, Kalen Balaj, David Njoku, Devin Singletary, Tyrell Williams, Jamison Crowder, Kirk Cousins, Dallas Cowboys defense, and Tavecchio. Okay, and I'm going to run through my starting lineup and my bench then. So my lineup goes Carson Wentz, Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs, Julio Jones, Mike Williams, Vance McDonald, Chris Carson, Mason Crosby, Eagles defense, then on my bench, Alshon Jeffrey, D.D. Westbrook, Peyton Barber, Duke Johnson, Golden Tate, and John Brown. I think we both drafted some decent teams. Um, I don't know whose I prefer. I think I think they're pretty good, honestly. Um, I really like Justin's running backs that he picked three in a row of Mixon, Jacobs, Carson. I think that's pretty good. Um but you have that nice one-two punch, Kamara and Freeman. That's pretty gross. Yeah. And Antonio Brown's feet, they are pretty gross as well. So oh, his, gosh, his wow. a pretty nice wide receiver one. Good tie-in. There we go. Um, yeah, I think that's about it for the draft, guys, honestly. Um, if you guys have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media at the FF Phenoms. Justin is at Justin Herforth, and I am at PhenomAC. Anything else you want to tell to our listeners before we go? 
Uh, no, just keep uh, keep following us on Twitter, like you said. Make sure you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, I think that's about it then. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in, and we will catch you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.